Cool. And we live. Welcome to the Amateur Opinions Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Easy. Uh, Deuce is not in today, so I'm going to be holding us down for this week. Game week seven. Um, yes, sir. Let's go. Just a little bit of an update on how things are going for me, myself. Currently sitting on... Um, let me just see. Uh, 434 points after six game weeks. Not bad. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, and 69,000th overall rank in the world. So in the top 100k, hoping it can it, it can stay there. Um, last week wasn't too good for me. Um, only managed 44 points. So I was on on average um, with yeah, with with the overall league. So that 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 wasn't good. That wasn't good. I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping this week will be better, but I'm not too optimistic because we we do have some injuries. A lot of lot of flags in my team and I'm assuming there'll be a lot of flags in your guys' teams as well. I think everyone will have different situations. Um so what I thought I'd do today is just talk about like how I think most people would need to react. Obviously I can't see everyone's team, but Let's just try think of the players that most people will have and the kind of tricky scenarios that they'd find themselves in. So a big one that I think I'll start with is Trent Alexander-Arnold because, I mean, he's owned by 28% of, of, of all managers and he's injured. Now, Trent has been playing tremendously well um, and he's been a very good uh, attacking threat for Liverpool. And last I checked, I think he had the highest number of expected assists in the league. Um, I stand to be corrected on that, but I do believe that's the case. So it's a bit of a big blow. He was a bit of a long-term hold for me. So Trent Alexander-Arnold is out. Another player that is a big doubt is Luke Shaw. So 31% of you guys own him. Um, on fantasy, it says he has a 75% chance of playing. I checked Oli's uh, press conference and he said Shaw's a doubt. So I, I really don't think Luke Shaw is going to play. And then from the, the lower end defenders, you know, um, the cheap defenders, Ailing is out. He's only owned by 8%. So that may affect a few people. But I think the big ones are Luke Shaw and Trent Alexander-Arnold. If you haven't made a substitution this week and you're not planning on playing your wild card, the move for me would be Shaw to a Chelsea defender. Um, Chelsea's def Chelsea's fixtures for the next few game weeks look pretty good. So, if if you own only Shaw but not Trent Alexander Arnold, Alexander Arnold, um, yeah, then I would say that make the move to a Chelsea defender if you can afford it and if your budget allows. I think they are a really good option. I mean, for the next five game weeks, it's Southampton, it's Brentford, it's Norwich, it's Newcastle, it's Burnley. And I can see them keeping easily three to four game clean sheets out of those five games. So, yeah, very, very good option. Luke Shaw, um, he, his price has gone down now. You know, he has come down to 5.4. So you may have to make a little bit of... Uh, <laughs> you, you may have lost a bit of money on him. You may have sold him before the price drop. Um, but yeah, I think a Chelsea defender coming in is a good bet. On that note... Lots of options here, right? You could go with Alonso. You could go with Rudiger. Could even go with Christensen. I think Alonso is the most exciting option because of his his uh, attacking threat. I'm just worried about minutes with him. So I think 
he is the most likely to get the most points. But uh, Rudiger, you know, you're not going to worry about minutes with him. Alonso came off midweek against Juventus. So me personally, I just don't have the appetite for <laughs> that kind of risk when it comes to minutes risks. Uh, so I'm probably leaning more towards Rudiger Christensen. It's it's the boring, safe play, but I don't think you can be mad with that. With Alonso, look, he might do well, and I might be wrong. If you are looking to catch up with people and uh, or you just have that appetite for risk, I really don't think it's a bad option. If you say to me, Edward, I'm going to get Alonso, I'm not mad at that at all. So I think Shaw, for people who do have Shaw that's injured, in for Alonso, very good move. Um, with Trent now, it's an interesting one. So they're saying that he might be out for about two to three weeks. And there's a possibility. So they play Man City. And then if I'm not mistaken, it is the international break. So let me just confirm that uh, for you guys. So game week seven's on the second. Um, and then there's an international break. And that might give Trent Alexander-Arnold a bit of time to recover. So you could hold on to him. If you do have him, you could wait it out and see. Um, or you always have the option of downgrading him to a Chelsea defender, like I said with Shaw. Now, the issue is if you own both of them. So if you own both Shaw and Trent, um, I would say get one of them down to a Chelsea defender. And um, if you have two substitution, I mean, if you have two free transfers, even great. Uh, that's That's also an option. But I think that's something that a lot of people will be thinking about. Um, for me, the tricky thing is that I have Trent, Ailing, and Shaw. So three of my five defenders are are injured. And I'd already made a substitution. I'd got Farron Torres out of my team. Um, I, I had got him on a punt because I his numbers were looking good. And uh, I really thought that he'd worked his way into Pep's team. But the Pep roulette caught me. So a bit of an amateur move on my end, but I did have to get him out of my team. But now I'm sitting with three defenders who I'm playing. I've already played my wild card. That was played to get Ronaldo in. So right now it's looking like I'm going to have to probably take a hit, get Luke Shaw out, and bring in a, a Chelsea defender. So that's probably going to be the move that I make. But hey, let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, I think that's going to be what most people are going to have to consider. So th that's with the defenders. I'll talk a little bit about the midfielders because we have a little bit less injury concerns there. Um, obviously, they start with the budget options. Ben Rama, Rafinha, I think, are continuing to look good, as well as Saar for Watford. He has a good fixture coming up. So if you have any of those three, that's cool. If you don't, if you, if you, if you're planning on playing a wild card. I do think um, Rafinha is a good option. He has Watford, Southampton, Wolves, then he has Norwich, then he has Leicester. So out of all the budget midfielders, Rafinha is really a little bit of a standout for me. So I'd be looking at him. Ben Rama, if you don't own him, he has quite a tough run coming up. So he has Brentford this week. So it would be quite a short-term play. He has Brentford, then he goes to Everton, Tottenham, and then it's Austin Villa and Liverpool. So a little bit of a tough run. I think if you're looking to spend in that range, if you don't have Ben Rama already, I think Rafinha would be the better option to bring in. Um, I mean, Ben Rama, they, they're evenly priced at this point, 6.6, 6.5. 6 
Um, so Rafinha is like right now, he, he looks like the top midfield uh, option for me in that 6.5 price range. Saw also looking good. Um, but again, he, his fixtures do concern me, right? So he has Leeds, Liverpool, Everton, then he has Southampton and he has Arsenal. So the, I, I mean, in those five games, maybe Leeds and Southampton will be good games for him. If the rest of your team is fine and you don't have issues in defense like I do, I think Saar's another guy who's who's really good to bring in. Um, I do. I know a lot of people do have Pogba and Greenwood. If you don't have them, I don't know if this is the time to bring them in, um, just with the way that United are looking. So that's that on, on, on the midfielders. Um, some of you may have Salah, Mane, uh, maybe even Jota. Jota's been a weird one. I, I do have him in my team. He did get me returns. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he keeps his place with Firmino coming back. So that'll be something Jota owners will need to watch out for um, going forward. Yeah, guys. And then with the forwards, um, Antonio, I think, remains a great option. Um, he's playing Brentford this week. Um Possibly, I mean, he's he's even a solid captain choice. Um, I really think if you're looking for a strong differential option with regards to captains, I think Antonio's is a good one. Jimenez, I, I brought in Jimenez last week, and Wolves actually have some good fixtures. So they play Newcastle, then they play Villa, Leeds, Everton, and then Crystal Palace. It's a good. It's not the worst run of all time. Um, not the best either, but it's quite a, quite a decent. Um, Set of fixtures coming up. I brought Jimenez in last week. I was proud of that because he actually got a return. So, yeah, if if you can afford it, I think Jimenez is a good option. Um, but that being said, it also depends on if you have Ronaldo or Lukaku or, or neither. But um, Ronaldo still has good fixtures for the next two weeks. So if you do have him... It's a it's a good hold, but I wouldn't be mad if you're thinking of downgrading Ronaldo to a Lukaku. Um, because I do think over the course of the season, I see the two of them bringing similar returns. Now, Chelsea have looked a little bit shaky in the past two games against Juve and against City. But I do think it will level out and Lukaku is going to start getting his goals. This is quite a good time to bring uh, Lukaku in. Um so, and that's if you're not planning on having both, right? So if you're not planning on having both Ronaldo and Lukaku, I think this is a good time to pick Lukaku over Ronaldo. I mean, just looking at his fixtures, it's Southampton, Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley, Leicester. I see Lukaku getting a lot of goals. You couple that with the fact that United are looking pretty shaky. United are looking pretty shaky, so... If you don't want to have both and you want to have value across your team, go for it. I do know that they, I have seen some teams online and on Twitter who have both Ronaldo and Lukaku. Um, and I guess that works, right? I've seen people who've made it work. Um, it does take a little bit of value out of the rest of your team. Um, I think what makes that easy is that there's a lot of good budget midfield options. So, I mean, if you are going to have... Ronaldo and Lukaku in your team, then you would need to look at guys like Jota, Benrama, Rafinha, Saw, and um, I think it's Gray from Everton. So 
those kind of those kind of assets that are below the eight million mark, they kind of make it slightly more feasible. You know, so Gray is coming in at five point eight. You have Rafinha at six point five, Ben Rama at six point three, um, and Saw. So you may have to um, strip your midfield a little bit. See if you can fit Salah in with those two. If you have both Lukaku and Ronaldo, I don't know how you'd make that work. If you have a wild card, I think there's some tinkering that can be done there. But for now, I think it's going to be one or the other, especially because I've already played my, my wild card. My plan was always to get Ronaldo out for Lukaku. I was a little bit worried about that because, you know, Ronaldo does he, he does look like a kind of guy who's, who's fixture-proof. But with the way United are going and the way that they're playing, I do expect those goals to dry up. So... Um, if you can do it and you don't have any problems in your defense, Ronaldo to Lukaku is not a bad move. However, I don't know if I'll do it this week. I'll probably do it next week because I can see Ronaldo getting goals against um, an Everton side that are having, you know, I mean, Coleman's out, but I, I, I don't think Ronaldo struggles against an Everton side. So it's a bit of a toss-up. So that's, that's that with the forwards. Cool, guys. So let's wrap this up with just talking very quickly about captains. I'm just going to go with just top of my mind because it's very easy to overthink the captains. But And again, this isn't set in stone, but this is my ranking of captains for this week. I go Lukaku first as the, as the, the best option. So Lukaku, second is Ronaldo. Um... Then I'm going, I'm going Jimenez. No, I lie. Antonio and then Jimenez. Those are the four that stand out to me. Those are the four that I would personally be thinking about. I don't have Lukaku and I need to fix up my defense. So Ronaldo will be the captain for me. I don't think you can go wrong with Ronaldo or Lukaku. I always, I always ask myself, and I say this to Deuce all the time, is I don't mind if my captain blanks, but... At the end of the week, if I ask myself, would I have made that decision again? If the answer is yes, and my captain still blanked, I'm not mad at myself. I'll sleep at night, you know. So I think with Ronaldo and Lukaku, between the two of them, whoever you choose, if they blank, it's not a bad decision, right? And and that's where I'm a little bit shaky with Jimenez and Antonio. They might do really well, and if that works, you might fly up the rankings. But if it doesn't... Man, you'll be really upset because you'll look back and you'll be like, man, I really chose Jimenez and Antonio over Ronaldo or Lukaku. So, safe option, definitely Ronaldo or Lukaku. But if you really want to stand out, I'd say Jimenez and Antonio. Um, this is a good week to bring them in. All right, guys, that's that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play around with my team, probably get Shaw out, bring in a Chelsea defender. And, um, yeah... That's I'm gonna have to take a hit, but let's see how it goes. Probably gonna hold on to Trent, see if he can recover and be back for the Watford game because he's such a good, good asset and he's bringing so much value for for his owners. Um, could easily get double digit points against Watford. Um, but yeah, guys, let, let us know what you think. These are our amateur opinions. If you like them, you can take them. If you don't, you can leave them. Peace.